Chapter 12 Introduction Quote You're never going to kill storytelling because it's built into the human plan. We come with it. Unquote. Margaret Atwood My commute was one hour each way. I hopped on the freeway and the first thing I saw was traffic. I then sat in traffic for the next hour, pretty much staring at the bumper of the car in front of me. The difference between my car and most of the rest of the cars on the freeway was that my car was filled with story. Four out of five driving instructors wouldn't recommend this, but I fumbled with cassette tapes and tried to find side A of cassette number seven so that I could continue with chapter 32. Once I got it playing, the world around me disappeared. A few minutes into the story, and if you asked me where I was at the moment, I probably wouldn't have been able to respond. Granted, admitting this at this time probably wouldn't go over well in court had I gotten into an accident, and I said that I had no idea where I was or if I was even driving a car at the time, but that's what audiobooks do for me. Audiobooks transport me into another world. No longer was I commuting on the busy and gridlocked freeway, but I was transported to the marshlands of South Carolina, or to the jungles of Borneo. I often left for work early, but not to walk in the door to the office early, but rather so I could squeeze in one more chapter while sitting in the parking lot of the office building. I realize you understand I was listening to an audiobook while in the car. But just to make it crystal clear, one cannot read a book while driving, no matter how slow the traffic is going. Audiobooks gave me a two-hour escape every day of that boring job in the summer. I couldn't tell you what I did in that office, but I could tell you about the joy in the heart of Tom Wingo when his sister read poetry in New York City. I clearly remember rolling down the window in the middle of traffic and pumping my fist into the traffic, not because the cars weren't moving in front of me, but because Tom was dangling the fiddle of Herbert Woodruff out of the window and daring to drop his Stradivarius onto the streets below. Now that cassette tapes are no more and I have added author to my resume, which includes the reader and listener, I get to produce those audiobooks so that someone else can sit in traffic and be transported into another world. That pretty much sums up my passion for audiobooks, both as a consumer and as a creator.